You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Quite a lot of areas that the, that the Russians have taken. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm. Those are shit starters. Yeah. France this time, denied, defied. And at the end of the day, we have a three-way relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's stop this right here. Welcome to Plan B.SG I'm Zara Ismail And I'm Darren Mark And I'm Rama uh, In Singapore Top of the news yep. uh, Viral right now Man accused of assaulting Malaysian actor Kamal Adli Has been Remanded mm. For Psychiatric Wait let me just Load observation. this Observation The word is observation No I'm <laughs> loading The headline It was a shortened headline I, okay. The other words Did not come out So Um let me just read this from Davina Tam from uh, Channel News Asia, mm-hmm. written on the 14th of March. A 33-year-old man was on uh, Tuesday charged in the case of a Malaysian actor uh, attacked at Singapore Expo Convention Center on Sunday. Muhammad Nabil Rashid appeared in a district court. Mm-hmm. Or oh, the name will come out. Uh. Yeah. Name and shame. Yes. If I'm going to be like those netizens, oh, Malay only right name. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's not, let's not, let's not. Let's not I'm not stirring. Uh. La. These sentiments. Uh. Netizen sentiments. I'm just reciprocating the sentiments. Okay. He faces one charge of voluntarily causing hurt with a dangerous weapon. Nabil mm-hmm. is accused of using an extendable baton to hit Mr. Ahmad Kamal Ahmad Adil's Adli's head multiple times at Singapore Expo Hall 5 mm-hmm. at about 9.20pm on Sunday. Here's the thing. Some news uh, articles are saying that it's a chota. Mm-hmm. CNA is saying it's an extendable baton. I don't know which is which. Uh, so, I don't know. Apparently, one and the beaten, same, right? Yeah. Maybe it's, oh, it's the same, same thing, yeah. Oh, not the same. Extendable baton is the police one. Uh-huh. The chota is like a, it's like a medieval weapon. Crazy, yeah. This caused Mr. Kamal to sustain a 3cm laceration on the back of his head. A 3cm laceration, you know? Mm. I don't Ooh. know if a baton is able to do that. That's why. Because mm. I saw blood. Like, like, I mean, yeah, we saw yeah, the videos, yeah. right? That there, yeah. there was blood. If it's a, the chota looks like an axe. The chota looks like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. looking it up now. It looks like an axe. Yeah. Oh, serious, yes? Yeah. So, Nabi will be reminded at the Institute of Mental Health for two weeks for psychiatric observation after District Judge Terence Day granted the prosecution's application. When mm. asked if he had anything to say in court, Nabil, who is unrepresented, said no. He was wearing a black t-shirt and his head was shaved. Mm. Uh, he will return to court on May 28. The police say they were alerted to the alleged assault at about 9.20pm on Sunday at one Expo Drive, a Baton was seized. Mm. Mr. Kama and his wife, Madam Kasha Senros, both actors, by the way, yep. were in Singapore for the High Raya Mega Sale 2023 at Singapore Expo. Bernama previously reported in updates on her Instagram account on Sunday night. Madam Mukasha said Mr. Kamal had undergone a major operation due to severe head injuries, according to the Malaysian news outlet. Mm. Rita reported that the incident happened while the couple were meeting fans during a photo session. Madam Mukasha told Malaysian news outlet as she was. Uh, Awani uh-huh. Not Aswani yeah. Sorry CNA <laughs> That they were taking pictures With a woman When a Mal- when a man came I almost said Malay man uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry And asked where Mr. Kamal was They thought the man Was a fan The man then suddenly Took out a baton And hit Kamal On the back of the head Multiple times Madam Mukasha said Those who voluntarily Cause hurt With a dangerous weapon Can be jailed mm. For up to 7 years Fine Cane Or any combination Of these Punishments. Hmm. Oh my 
put this. Yes. So the guy Xiao what? I mean that's yeah. that's kind of the the main question. Right? I I'm getting a lot of uh comments and also reports not from the news, mm-hmm. but uh I'm not saying I'm active in the scene in the uh in the bazaar scene, but I have friends who are right, working right. as organizers. Yep. Who are working as you know planners and yep. all that, and I've called them up, and some of them were in fact on duty. During this oh, bazaar, oh, and they're telling me a lot of things, a lot of different things. Number one is um, some of them at least allegedly lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man came because he was jealous of oh. uh, both the actors and actresses' marriage. Mm. Hmm. I heard that too. Yeah, and I heard I, that. Yeah, and then I've heard one more re- uh, account from someone over there mentioning that uh, the man didn't came alone. He came in a car, and uh, two accomplices were waiting inside oh. the car outside of Expo. Oh. Being lookouts, mm. so it was a plan hit. Yeah, and then also there's one more person mentioning that um, after the man was uh, apprehended by the passerby mm-hmm. over there, uh, and then the police came. Uh, they mentioned he said something in the line of "I was paid to do this." Oh yo, allegedly lah. Oh. So whoa, whoa, many whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, this is like a lot of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of accounts, a lot of different. Yeah, a lot of speculations. And, yeah, we're not here to interfere with police investigations. Ah, yeah, 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 This is what I heard. Disclaimer. Mm. Disclaimer. Yeah. This is what I heard. So uh-huh. really interesting. Mm. And well, this like super salacious between countries. Yeah. Huh? And on the internet, mm. uh, Facebook notably, some commentators have mentioned that uh, this could also. They suggest, mm. in and in their opinion, this could also uh, be planned to destroy the good name of the organizer. The organizer, by the way, is a is a long term uh, bazaar event planner, oh. more than thirty years in the line. Mm. It's a known name, mm. and this wasn't the only uh, bad incident that happened during this bazaar. Okay, uh, a few days oh. before, mm-hmm. uh, SFA came and shut down twenty four. Booths oh, in the same bazaar because oh. they did not have proper licenses to ah. operate their food and beverage uh, booth. Has yes. such things happened before? Yes, it has. And uh, the norm is normally people will complain. Right. And sometimes they say competitors complain. Yes, mm. yes. And then yes, the yes. SFA come in and then do proper checks, see whether the Malaysians working there got. Uh, got license and a permit or not. Yeah. And if not, then you ask to cease operations. Wow. So there's two major incidences right, that right, happen right, right, right. in this particular bazaar. Yes. Mm. Some are saying, uh, you know, competitors are doing that. Of course, this allegedly lah. Wow, scary, bro. Yeah, really was. Uh, and I am scared as well because mm-hmm. we will be organizing uh, our flagship bazaar with yep. my other vertical on July. Mm. And a lot of uh, my listeners have reached out, sent me examples mm. of this and then they have mentioned you need edit security. And then you have content creators coming out and criticizing the whole event mentioning that security should be provided by the organizers. Some are saying Expo mm. should have provided the security. Mm. Uh, some are suggesting bed checks at the entrance of Expo which has I would say never been done before yeah. for a bazaar setting. Right, Can you right, imagine right, right, in a few right. weeks time, one week time, there will be a lot of Ramadan bazaars oh, yeah. that will be happening yeah. around Singapore. Yeah. Do we have security for that as well? How will the landscape change? Mm-hmm. Will this affect footfall? A lot of questions. I want to start with Raman first. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Kamal Atli, a Malaysian coming mm-hmm. down here and the norm for a lot of Malaysian artists when they come here to do their business, they're given a lot of free booths. Okay. They do not have to pay for the booth rental. They're given free. They're allowed to do business over here. 
uh, in exchange for their appearance. Mm. So uh, this is, I'm not specifically saying this is how they do it in the previous bazaar, but many other bazaars are doing this. Right. Okay. So when they come down, they'll say buy a minimum of $100 purchase and you'll be able to take a photo for free. Oh, yo. There's some bazaars that uh, give added security, some do not. Mm. Right. So uh, I want to ask your opinion. Okay. Uh, in this case, with Kamal Ali being injured, yes. can he claim from the event organizers? Okay, so... They're still um, in Singapore, by the way. Mm, yeah. there's, there's a few things that they can do, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, there's criminal proceedings going on against the attacker. Yep. Uh, the victim definitely can also claim against the attacker from a civil perspective okay. or a civil suit perspective. Meaning you can claim for damages, you can claim for, uh, what do you call this, a pain and suffering. If injury. he has no money... Yeah, so that's a harsh reality, right? Yeah. Sometimes the person you're claiming against has no money. Yeah. Then you may want to choose to claim against someone else, like for example, the event organizers. You can, man? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Got so, contract, man? So you don't need to have a contract, but you can establish a claim under this thing called the thought of negligence. Mm. Thought right? of negligence, okay. So if you say, I am an international artist, I am super popular, when yeah. I come and grace your event, uh-huh. you can damn well expect that the crowds, the numbers are going to be overwhelming. Okay. And therefore, it is incumbent on you as the organizer to make sure you are prepared and have enough, uh, what do you call this, manpower, security and all that to un- to to handle that amount of people. Oh, you can actually do this. Potentially. If, yeah. if okay. you can establish that he had that duty towards you. Mm. Yeah. So you need to actually go through the process of establishing that legal duty of care. And then once you have the legal duty of care, then you can say you clearly failed to meet your duty by not uh-huh. having enough people on standby, by not having enough uh, checks on whether or not anybody was carrying a weapon, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not there was crowd control, there was uh, proper uh, control of people, human traffic and all that in that area. Then if the the organizer actually did breach that duty of care, you yeah. can uh, and you can prove damages. In his case, it's quite obvious that there's damage, but yeah, yeah then he can claim compensation. I was quite bummed up by uh, reactions of netizens mm. uh, from overseas mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. because I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it. Uh, some of them are stroking uh, oh. this particular situation, notably sentiments between two countries. Uh. Mentioning that I thought Singapore was a very safe Say. place to be in. Yeah. Why mm. is this happening? And mm. then the whole country is being blamed for this negligence. Mm. Like Singapore, what's happening? You know, you can't even take care of one company. Mm. and the whole country gets the flag yeah. which mm. I, I feel it's a bit bumped up and unfortunate and yeah. a bit of a knee-jerk reaction because when there were thousands of Singaporeans buying products from Malaysian artists no problem. in support of Malaysian artists who have consistently come down here to do business no problem yeah. Yeah. no problem wow thank you for your support blah 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 but when one idiot <laughs> did this mm. and I can swear to God it, this rarely happens yeah yeah and then suddenly, every, every Singaporean is to be blamed mm. for negligence. Yeah. This, is, this is really unfair. So yeah. I was, I was, I'm not particularly proud of what happened. Yeah. I'm angry mm. what has happened. Mm-hmm. But to blame a whole country for this, this is unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. When I read the news, that was yeah. my, my initial thought, right? Oh mm. my God, how is this going to affect yeah. bilateral relations? You know, it's going to be some issue. It's going to be sensationalized somewhere. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, a freak accident like this can happen anywhere, anytime. Thank you for pointing it out. This is a freak accident. Mm. It is a freak ex- accident. Mm-hmm. When was the last time this happened? I, I can't remember. Yeah. 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 
I mean, you don't usually hear of this kind of thing. And mm. because, mm. I mean, we have that reputation for a reason. Yeah, These things yeah. don't usually happen. Mm. And then like, of course, now and then you get some crazy guy, what's his name? Uh, Muhammad Abdul Rashid, mm. who happens to saunter by with a bloody baton. Yeah. Yeah. Hit somebody yeah. to How the hell does he have a baton to begin with? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can buy illegal things, you can uh, smuggle them in. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, I'm more concerned about the uh, moving forward, the events mm. that are going to be happening. Uh the organizers of this event has mm. uh, taken to the media and mentioned that there will be additional security in future events. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't know whether other event organizers will follow suit. I think we will have mm-hmm. to kind of like establish some sort of security measures yep. Yep. Uh, inside. What, what are your suggestions? Like, I'm, I'm thinking a lot of things. Like, for mm. example, if we were to invite artists coming on board, yep. Yep. additional security. And what about like contracts? What, what should I include? Well, first and foremost, the most important thing to me, mm. make sure you're properly covered with public liability insurance. Public liability insurance. What is that? And that why? Basically means you are having an event that's very open. Okay. Open to members of the public. Anybody uh-huh. could be coming in and out. They can walk. They can get injured. They can fall. They can... You know, even the Ramadan Bazaar. Yeah. You know, the wood. You walk around yes, it. Yes, you can fall through. Yeah. All yeah. Mm. So all that basically opens yourself up as an organizer. So who signs this? Uh, you as the organizer, you need to go and get that public liability insurance. And and in the case of what do I get to? I get coverage or do people get coverage? What is this? You for? get coverage for claims against you. So oh. as the organizer now, so you need to make sure you're protected. If somebody gets injured, if something happens to someone while at your event, oh. you are. Public liability insurance. Yes. So that's right. important. That's the first thing. Okay. What else? Then, like what we discussed just now, if you're going to be having high-profile names, if you're going to be having yeah. uh, the potential of crowd swelling beyond control, yeah. mm. you need to make sure you have done your research first and have enough manpower on standby to mobilize in the event that those numbers swell. Mm. Like, I think it's not just this organizer, but a few years ago, there were a few organizers who... Uh, brought in brand names, right, yeah. from the region. And then you, I, st- I still remember being at a bazaar where where there were long queues all the way yeah. uh, until the outside and all that. And they were also uh, given some feedback where, you know, as an organizer, you should have done something to make sure mm. the crowds remain under control. Yeah. Now, if, uh, I mean, God forbid, like like what we said just now, freak accident, right? Yeah. People can get injured. We, I mean, within our uh, recent memory, you know what happened in Korea about the... Oh, yes, yes. The, the 81, right? 81 yes. uh, stampede. Stampede, right? Mm-hmm. These crush, are all, crush, the cr- crush. Yeah, yeah, correct. So these are all possibilities that can happen, especially when a crowd goes out of control. Okay. So as an organizer, I think I would say it's incumbent on you to make sure that these kind of things don't happen uh-huh. and there's proper, uh, what do you call this, uh, channeling of people, there's uh-huh. proper food flow. This would be so, expected of you. I'll be... I mean, some of my vendors will be selling food, la, whatever, mm. in possibly uh, not glassware, but in plastic bags or whatever it okay. is, like maybe bottles. How do we prevent this becoming projectiles when we have <laughs> like um, guest artists on stage to do certain stage shows? Oh, you. Because I've seen the Justin Bieber videos and all that, you know, he's been shown <laughs> bottles and all I don't want that kind of thing happening in my. Yeah. Space. I mean, yeah, but is it really practical as in like, can you restrain people from yeah. doing yeah, that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Can the security I hire mm-hmm. restrain people mm-hmm. and bodily hurt them? You can. <laughs> you cannot unlawfully restrain anyone and you definitely cannot inflict bodily hurt on Even anyone. if the person 
through a projectile. Yeah, so that's if, some grounds for at least citizens arrest or something, right? Well, everybody has a right to private defense, right? Mm. If you are protecting yourself, preventing private defense, so subjective. What is it? <laughs> like I literally just had this class yeah, in school. Yeah, yeah. Oh what is God. it? What like, do you how do you define public defense? Private, private, private defense. defense. Yeah. Oh, like is a so, you punch me, I punch back. Is it? You know, if you are under anticipation of fear of being injured, <laughs> yes, so yes, 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 yeah. and you uh, you need to respond, yeah. and you can respond in a in a what do you call this? Uh, proportionate way. Mm. Pro- proportionate. What yeah. is proportionate? Like in one punch, you get you, one more punch back. Really? Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. It's and not then, a strict equation. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but the reality is, I think as an organizer, yeah, yeah you definitely need to make sure you have enough safety mm. aspects being put in place like mm. for example if you know you're going to have an act on stage yeah. which is like Justin Bieber right you have your lovers and your haters yeah. right then you need to have one or two people on standby to prevent like things being thrown on it I see uh, I think what picked my interest more mm. uh, was when you mentioned off cast about whether or not you need to do back checks yeah right? yeah. so here, because, here's the situation with uh, with FAS and mm. uh, football matches mm. one thing that is really irritating is that they'll do back checks yep. so when you come in they have like people with long sticks uh, pro- uh, prodding into your pouch and back and all that yeah, you are not able to bring food from outside drinks mm. from outside oh, okay. um, power bank whatever it is power bank confiscate the oh, heavy project- yeah whatever that can be a projectile they will confiscate it Oh, you cannot oh, bring oh. it in so there's like different levels yeah, 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 of, yeah. of strictness. Yes, so yes, yes. Where? Where do I go from here? Yeah, so I've been I've been to like rock concerts yeah. where they do that. I've also been to F1, they also do mm. that, they check your back and all that. But in an if you're I don't know where your location is gonna be, but yeah. if you're gonna be having it in an expo, yeah. uh the question is whether you want to maintain that free flow of people, right? Yeah. Because the bazaar, you know, yeah, that that bazaar kind of setting. You want to make sure people can go in and out freely and fast. Yes, uh-huh. yes. That helps yes. with your with your vendors, people who are the stall owners and all that. You want them to that free flow of traffic is the thing that's going to be generating the hype. True. If everybody's going to queue up slowly one by yes. one, check back, finish. Then you bro. end up with the bloody COVID uh, bazaar lah. From a few years ago, it was like that. Well, then you have, you yeah, have like long queues, yeah, 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 and then yeah. it's a bloody downer. It's yeah. a horrible, horrible experience. Yeah. So I think. Uh, to alleviate your responsibility as an event organizer, you need to have like posters reminding people public safety is important. You don't mm. bring your don't bring this kind of rubbish. Rowdy behavior will be dealt with. These kind of reminders need to be put in place. And I think that that's an easy fix, right? Like putting up the necessary posters reminding people. And when you have like brand names coming down, uh-huh. uh, where you know crowds are going swell, make sure you have enough manpower. If you want to do back checks for that area, for that section, mm, if mm. you're going to the meet and greet section, then we do back checks. I think that makes sense. Yep. Here's the thing. Like um, I, I saw several Instagram posts from Bukasha, mm-hmm. Bukasha Senrose, who is the wife of Kamal Lee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, while sobbing, she mentioned that uh, the weapon uh, was originally directed at a specific area of the neck mm-hmm. which was meant to technically this in her interpretation to kill mm-hmm. the husband but it missed right. and it somewhere else and it bled uh-huh. so are there any grounds for you know like murder or what will mm-hmm. this guy be possibly be hanged <laughs> I think that's the greatest deterrent you hang mm. one guy from this kind of situation, right? <laughs> never do it again. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's out of the question because yeah. he didn't like he didn't die. At best it'll be attempted murder. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Is that like how many? Seven years, huh? 
and attempted murder. Hurt, but no but that's the charge he's facing now, right? Like, that's uh, hurt, hurt. He's facing yes, hurt. Yes. Uh-huh. And hurt is, yeah, at the maximum, it's a seven-year jail sentence. Uh-huh. But it will go into technicalities, right? Like okay. if you mm-hmm. say you are aiming to whack a baton yeah. on the back of the neck, that actually will paralyze, will make you, uh, what do you call this, uh, quadriplegic. Oh, yeah. more than, Vegetable lah. Yeah, more than oh, kill you or shit. anything like that. Nah. So, then how? That one surely... Don't tell me seven years. No, yeah. longer, what? Yeah, so, grievous, right, so but you can't say murder lah. Yeah lah. Because yeah. The, the likely outcome of such an attack will not be death, but mm. you you become a vegetable. Okay, but you know what? Like mm. one thing to note is the speed of the charge. Because mm. the attack happened very oh, recently yeah, yeah. on bro. And the, then it's like the exposure, the day, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fast. No, so this actually raises the question, right? Because mm. this is of, obviously this is the first charge that mm. is being levied against. Yeah. So yeah. this is probably based on you know the the present uh, investigations and findings. Mm. So if ever you know like if, if they're able to inquire more and find out if let's say yes the intention was actually much more grievous, yeah, mm-hmm. then potentially can be upgraded, right? Yeah. So whenever a person is charged, usually they have a holding charge, right? Mm-hmm. Based on whatever is obvious that has happened that will be the starting point. Mm. But then, of uh-huh. course, the police will have to go through the process of investigation, uh-huh. yep. find out more, speak to the individual, and when they get more things, yeah, definitely more charges can be leveled against Ooh. you. Uh, but interestingly, right now, he's in remand for yeah. psychiatric evaluation, yes. right? Mm. So there's two issues there, no? Question, what was the issue? Can you, one can you share? question of whether or not he's going to be fit to plea, meaning, mm. can he make a decision whether he wants to admit guilt or not? Okay. Right? So that's a psychiatric evaluation. Uh-huh. Right? Then it's the next question is whether whatever it is that he's facing, if he has any, mm. uh, what do you call this, uh, psychiatric ailment, whether that affected his culpability mm. in knowing what he did. <sighs> yeah. So, well, it's basically a shitstorm. <laughs> we will wait for more answers and yeah. we hope uh, Kama Ali. Yes, recovers fast yeah. of course yes uh, this is a freak inc- incident from our, for our Malaysian listeners who are tuning in yeah uh, this rarely happens yep and we're not saying that uh, you know shit doesn't happen here in Singapore mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate and uh, as a future event organiser <laughs> yes I will look into ways to beef up security yes yes yes, yes. this of uh, the interest of the footfall that we're expecting yeah. yes. as well as the people that we're inviting We'll but, be taking a shot. Yeah, what no, is but it? just just don't don't buy into like all that uh, sensationalist bullshit, right? That's just trying to like hype this up and then like paint the whole country as if it's some like yeah, 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 yeah. Backwater. We are yeah. safe ninety nine percent of the time. Like, yeah. calm the fuck down, okay? Yeah, we don't want to point you. fingers back at or anything. So just I cannot just be vulgar, but thank you, Darren. That was yeah. much needed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be taking a short break right now with our sponsors from Plan B. SG. Don't go away. We interrupt this program to bring you. This podcast is broadly brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. Yes, so you want to call them for your property health check today at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. We are with our friends from the Bravo Realtors in the studio. Mm. And did you know, most of them are Muslim. And they'll be uh, experiencing the holy month of Ramadan mm. yes. in a week's time. Well, how to do viewing like that, bro? Walk, 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 listen to client, talk, 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 well, talk. How? Yeah, what's the Ramadan yeah. schedule like? Like on the weekend, still viewing or? I think everything else uh, seems to be the same. Oh, normal? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's still normal. the same. It's just that we try to have our uh, breaking fast period. Mm. Uh, we try to avoid this period. 
Oh, okay. uh, but there are times that we you can avoid. Uh-huh. So uh, we ended up to break our fast in the car. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. you know, breakfast is at dusk, right? Mm. And people say don't do viewing at night. People say, but after working hours, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> oh, that's true actually. Wait, but, but, no, yeah. but after working hours, usually, yeah, we mm. still have to do viewing. People are the most free then. Vi- viewing, right? viewing will still be going on. It's oh. just that the presentation or maybe probably probably for the health check, right? Mm. Yeah. Won't be so much as you know the normal yeah. days. I see. Yeah. I see. P- presentation I try to do also uh, after breaking fast lah. Oh, mm. I know. Yeah. How do you break fast in your? Because car? if I have to do yeah. earlier, I scared <laughs> got bad breath lah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how? What? What do you break fast with? Uh, what's the norm for a property agent? Uh, we in normally have our uh, some actually uh, even without uh, I mean the normal days we also have our some snacks that we keep in the car because oh. sometimes you are on the move all the time like <coughs> so you don't have uh, enough time to like sit down and have a proper meal oh. so um, we have snacks all the time so um, breaking I'm, fast it's just another uh, another routine, routine yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that you're that busy you know Mm-hmm. I think a, yeah, that's a good plan thing. B contributed <laughs> okay. busy yeah. is good busy yeah. is good today yeah. we have been like out the whole day yeah, eh, mm-hmm. yeah. since wow. like 11am was our first uh, appointment all the way until now it's already until 11 now, plus yeah. my yeah. goodness oh. my goodness so that's why so we only had, Kamal had to go to the gym Kamal's <laughs> <laughs> in the gym often yeah. so mm. how like uh, what about family time like uh, I know Ramadan is uh, it's a whole month of festivities yes. where you spend some time a lot of the activities that are done in Ramadan is centered around family mm-hmm. that's true so do, are you all normally detached from your family during Ramadan uh, because of work commitments well, or I you don't put it that way right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's true <laughs> right? yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it depends it depends on individual mm-hmm. as for mm-hmm. me uh, we'll always breakfast together you know mm-hmm. we'll, we'll always do a breakfast together yeah. even if we have viewing we have to push it later so we'll make it later or before mm, right, yeah, right, so right. we'll always do that lah. Mm. I think for me during normal days that it's not Ramadan um, the weekends it's very difficult to meet or see the family mm. right Yeah, because a lot of viewings uh, is done during the day uh-huh. um, but I think for Ramadan I will make my weekends uh, free right. so I will oh. try to do a lot of my viewings and presentations during the weekdays oh yeah. okay okay but you know so you guys have been sharing about your own like uh, adaptations right during mm. Ramadan mm-hmm. but have you guys noticed from your from your clients uh, is there a shift? Like for example, do, do clients request If they have a less? helper, right? Usually even if they go for a trawe, then they usually they say, it's okay, you can just come because my helper is at home or the oh, kids okay. are at home. So mm. we can still con- continue to do the, view- the viewings. La. So it, it doesn't actually uh, pose any kind of... Unless uh, they have to do a lot of kuih raya or whatever. Can I take a break for a while? They can sell ah. houses, no bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Smell you know when you break. enter the house, then yes. you smell the kuih raya, you feel like, wow. This house so homely yeah, oh, I'm yeah. feeling right yeah it's a you should use it as a sales ploy <laughs> wow. I mean yeah you know famous famous does it right yeah but yeah. Oh, the smell because of the smell yeah so yeah definitely do that I think most of the time they just ask us to avoid the breakfast time yeah, I mean breakfast time yeah, and it's not uh, nice to see uh, a lot of things on the dining table mm, with your mm, cookies mm, and all that yeah. what do you look forward to uh, for Ramadan yeah. like what is a good memory you know that you like to relieve this uh, um, upcoming this time month. I think it's uh, Gelang lah, the bazaar yeah. oh yeah right. yeah, yeah it's going to have it's, more it's right? coming back hard so I think yes, that a lot yes, of people yes. will, de- will, be, will be there so Bam. yeah 
I'm looking yeah, forward for that, that as well. That is mm. uh, something we're looking forward to. I think they they, they will increase the stall more, right? They increase mm. the... I think so. Yeah. What, yeah. you want to buy? Ding, ding. <laughs> I like oh. the ding, ding. <laughs> get, the, get the frozen one. The frozen one is cheaper. But no nice. No, put it in the air fryer. It's oh? cheaper. Buy in blocks, bro. Then you okay. just cook it by yourself. Why would you go to a bazaar to buy frozen stuff? Isn't the whole point like going there to get the thing they eat on the spot? On the no, spot, I mean, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. No. Can buy eat on the spot, buy tapau, bring back. Ah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, can, can, can. Then yes. get eat for sahur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about like? Do you are you all? How early do you all wake up? Are you ready for sahur, or is it gonna be like a basic mm. sahur? For for me, because uh, I don't have a helper at home, mm. and uh, you don't have a helper at home. Yeah. Oh my gosh! How? <laughs> yeah. How, man? You get the kids to do the uh, chores. chores. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so um, okay, okay. morning, uh, I have to prepare for sahur. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So usually before that, I will uh, before I sleep, I will pre- make sure that. I've got the things to ready. prepare. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So this uh, to me an interesting thing. Eh? Yes. Saho is something that's so varied across the board. Like yeah. I personally will just eat bread, sandwich, mm, simple. cereal. Your simple yeah. saho. But yeah. some people like full on nasi, rendang. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so how? What are you? What's your type? I really, um, it depends on my mood. Oh, like after a long. Sometimes we have really long recordings, mm. and we we'll end at 3 a.m. Oh, so that's when I come true, back yeah. home, I want like a full on meal, man. Oh, wow. I order something. Grab, grab. I order mm. grab, like mm. from okay. BBC or whatever. Oh, thing, okay, okay, know, okay. Biryani rice. Whatever. Oh, wow. But if uh, we finish early, like 11 p.m., and mm. I have some time to sleep, and I want to wake up, it'll be just uh, dates and uh, you know a glass of milk. Mm. Yeah, that's milk it, is man. important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me. But what time do you wake up in the morning? Um, five. <laughs> five. If I wake up at five, it'll be a simple sahur. If I, I think, four, yeah, yeah, five is good timing because right. after that you can yeah you get ready things, yeah. 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 I wake up at five, even mm. you know in, in normal days. Yeah, normal days. Yeah. I also wake up at about five, five thirteen. So normal days. Will you sleep after sahur or it's like your day? I usually don't. Start. I, I just wake up in the morning to for subuh, but I will skip my sahur. Mm. Oh, oh, you will skip your skip, sahur. Yeah. I don't. I don't take sahur. One meal a day. Are you afraid of like putting on weight? Or no, no, no. It, it, it's just, just normal no for me, lah. I usually ah. also have one or two meals a day. Ah, normally, okay, yeah. okay, okay, wow, okay, the okay. fit. Kamal, the fit. Huh? <laughs> hey, not Kamal. Sorry, Khalid, the fit. Khalid, yeah. Yes, yes, Kamal yes. is also the fit. Getting Kamal's there, uh, guy. Your yeah. gym routine. Yeah. No, no I mean before. I, before I, after sahur. Because <laughs> I, I change. I have my diet right. So it's just that. Uh, turn it over. Well, I didn't know you on a diet. You're on a diet. Yeah, what what no, is keto? No. What the hell? No, 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 not not keto diet. <laughs> it's a proper She's diet. So I eat the same. Yeah. I eat the same thing every day: lunch, dinner, uh, and what, chicken breast. Chicken. Uh, no, I've seen it. I've been to his house. <laughs> He got the plate. Uh-huh. Rice and then a lot of uh, broccoli, broccoli uh, chicken, and then chicken it. slices, and then the whole thing is saran wrap. You know the plastic wrap. Uh-huh. You so are I don't know how many meal prep he has already. Oh, <laughs> bread, man. So it's it's just a, a turnover lah. Uh-huh. You know the day become night, night become day when it's fasting uh-huh. month. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> so for breakfast you will probably eat something light. Ah, uh, breakfast I will just eat uh, oats, uh, sure blueberry. No. Sure no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for so long. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm used to it, lah. Like. What <laughs> are you compensating for? Like, <laughs> doing this because of my age. You look good already, lah. <laughs> yeah. Chill, lah, bro. Yeah. So, 
if you want a very fit uh, <laughs> yeah, property yes. agent, <laughs> I think I think what this really describes is their discipline. Yes, yes. yeah, it, it is. It takes a lot of discipline to do whatever they they're doing. Yep, uh, waking up at for me the Aziz waking up at like four or five to prepare to cook. food to cook for the whole family. Kamal's doing a routine which me as a thirty eight year old like can't even match. Mm-hmm. Even during Ramadan, it's crazy. Yep. And um, Khalid is up at five and he's not sleeping after that. Yeah. And, and only one, one meal, meal a day. One yeah. meal a day. That's mad. That's mad. It just describes their discipline and if they can do this in their daily life for their diet, imagine mm-hmm. what they can do to your property. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really. You need discipline agents to definitely, really do definitely. phone calls and market your property and you can do so uh, via their socials and this is it. Yes, so just call this number right now. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.